Who did you say? Me. I said chaos. Chaos? I'm most pissed off at that. I'm not going to lie. That I said you? Yeah, because I talked to you and asked you about my look and how it was going and if it looked okay. And you were like, it's pretty. It looks really good. No, no, no. It's good. You're good. Don't worry about it. Bon, the first week you also told me that you thought I looked really good. And then when we were talking and untucked, you told me that I should be in the bottom. So I like this is like a common occurrence. I feel like you should be more honest with us yeah, if you don't think we. First of all, you should have just been straight up and been but like, it's no. Not like she second. wanted to say that to you. One second, you know? hold on. They asked Chaos. us to tell you what we think. We don't want to say the opinion. We have to. So if I didn't want to see it. you do well, I wouldn't have given you that wig you're wearing right now. That's true. You're right. One second. Is Fios, when Fios is freaking out, is she a fun person to be around? No. Okay. You were freaking out, and at that time, I was like, Fios, it looks great. Finish the outfit. You'd rather go on stage in a outfit that was finished. I've been honest okay. with you. I've helped you with your... Okay. I've always been really honest with you, so I would appreciate the same thing from you. Oh, my God. I just need to acknowledge, because it wasn't really Bombay's episode this week, but I just need to acknowledge how the baton has been passed from Shelly to Bombay as the adult in the room. If I didn't want to see you do well, I would have given you that wig that you're wearing right now. Done done and i'm gonna tell you why you're done, done yeah. you know and now on to you little one little yes. girl yes little girl <laughs> little girl now on to you little girl <laughs> um well first of all like i was i was pretty annoyed with becky during untucked because she made everything about her i mean as they say kel surprise but it, it, yeah it was it it is you know it's fascinating having her still in the room because she like throws these like softballs, these water balloons, and the other queens just smash them out of right in her face. You know, she like we'll talk about it at the beginning of the episode, but like she tries these different things, and everyone's like, "Gia, not buying it, not buying it." Right, right. Uh, yeah, the the it's interesting when Canada or any show, really, uh, any Drag Race show, does this to the contestants, right? It, it's meant to only do one thing. I mean, we saw it in Down Under when it was... Oh, no, 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 not Down Under. Uh, yeah, no, Down Under with the pageant, uh, which meant nothing, right? And then uh, here as well, they did it to Jada in the mini-challenge where they were like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, categorize the queens... For the challenge, right? And so, you know, again, they're doing this to them to just create some more friction. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Becky is almost kind of like a producer's contestant at this point. She's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll be upset too. She had no water to stand on. Not that you can stand on water when she, when she was like, well, Bombay, I'm seeing a pattern here. I'm like, well, it happened twice. Yeah. I'm seeing a pattern here. You're probably just looking at the fabric wall trying to remember what you need to do today. Like, you you do not see anything. You are just trying to start things that are not there. And I, I even even to the very end, even, even that little produced moment of grief that she was doing during the Let the Music play. Like, I can see oh. what you're doing, little girl. <laughs> what is that from? Don't try it, little girl. Is that what we're thinking yes, about? Yes, that is um, okay. Tamisha Mon. Okay. Yeah. 
little girl. Oh, Candy Muse, little girl. Oh, the Last Chance Lip Sync this week should be Little Girls from Annie, but it's not. Oh, uh, well, uh, the honorary Last Chance Lip Sync is, you know, I'm sure we'll have more opportunities to call Miss Fierce Alicious Little Girl this season. Yes. Well, I'm calling her Becky, so maybe it'll be Becky with the good hair, you know? <laughs> if only um, she did. Um, in- interesting about Becky on social media this week, she was kind of barking back about. Uh, the look that she sewed, her corset. Um, and I don't know. I feel like she missed the whole point. It was not the corset that was bad. It was just that it was half of a look, right? There was nothing on the bottom. Yeah. You know, I it, it's interesting. I feel like I am... She, she's, and I haven't figured out the term for it yet. She's the opposite of a pizza queen in that I don't, I don't care how she does in a challenge or how she looks on the runway. Because I don't like her. You know what I mean? So I don't even pay attention to oh. what she's doing because I'm like, oh, I've already made my decision. Or I've already judged her based on the reality TV side of things. By the, by the time it gets to the runway, I'm like, whatever. Like, ugh, bottom. I do, I do have uh, – well, I do have a question to raise later involving Becky walking up to her two older sisters – Lady Boom Boom and Irma. Like Uh there was just this, you know, like the sophomore walking up to the seniors. I don't know. There was this. I found some compassion for a second for for Becky, and I would I I I will ask it later. But I I I just thought that was worth just kind of putting a little Easter egg in for later. I do want to say that this challenge, as Brooklyn put it, like we've never really seen this on Drag Race. I loved. This challenge, I thought this this is like a Project Runway type of challenge that just oh god, it exposed so much. Well, I think it's all yeah, Project Runway Runway style certainly, which I always love, but also I feel like it's it's in line. It's like in in the spirit of what we've talked about with like leveling the playing field, as Bombay says. Everyone's mm. working with the same materials. The only differentiator is your talent and your you know your skills. And right. I felt like that was. Yeah, we haven't really seen that to this degree. And and I think, you know, like when we think about, you know, runway looks and budgets and things like that, like this is really like what we're talking about. If like what if everybody started with the same amount, the same materials, the same kind of starting point, and then it just depended on where you got from there versus which designers you knew before you got onto the show, you know? Yes, my chum. Yes. Uh, is that what she's saying? Because I didn't want to have to like butcher it. Uh, oh well, I'm I'm pronouncing it like an American, but I think it's you know like champ, like my champion, right? Uh, oh, but again, that's cute. I'm happy to be corrected. But I think it is like yes, my champ, right? Like yes, my champ. Oh my! Ch- I'm gonna say my champ. Hey, chompy. Oh my champ. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, my champ. Uh, it's also a Pokemon, right? <laughs> oh, is it? Machamp, yeah, yeah. I I I stop at Squirtle. I start at Squirtle. I stop at Squirtle, and I and I only know it because its name is Squirtle. Oh well, yeah. I love that for you. Thank um, you, thank you. Uh, you I you don't know Pikachu? Oh, I guess sure. I guess that yeah. Like I know Pikachu, but I don't know what like the hot guy with the hat's name is. Oh, Ash. Oh, okay. I'll remember that for later. I'm going to put that away for later. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Ash is the sexy Pokemon master. Uh, I don't really... Pokemon, I feel like, was just a genre that was a little bit after me right. and adjacent to me at the same time because there were friends of mine that were like into Pikachu, but like when I was in high school, uh, and yeah, I know Charizard, like... 
Uh, I watch a Twitch streamer who played through a bunch of di- the new Pokemons that came out. So I learned some there. But they go in one ear and out the other. I did have some friends, and I still have friends, which is crazy, wow. playing Pokemon Go. Oh, I thought you were just saying you still have friends. <laughs> I, I was know, like, that's I incredible. Know, I know. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but Pokemon Go, that was like a huge thing. Yep. I remember I was in Sacramento when that happened, and I remember going to the park and like just seeing all these people going. I don't know what the verb is for it, you know. Uh, and it was it was kind of fascinating because it was like, well, they are like getting out of the house and being social. They're just not looking up from their phones. I guess it's a happy medium, you know. I mean, I don't think they need Pokemon Go to be looking at their phones to get out of the house. I mean, I see people walking up the stairs, at the top of the stairs, at the bottom of the stairs, the sidewalk. Uh, I've I've come to if I'm in a mood, I will say as somebody's walking towards me, looking at their phone, I'll just say, look up, look up, look up instead of moving around them. I feel like that has to be normalized. We have to normalize looking where you're going again, you know? Move, make I'm America gay. aware again. Yeah, move, I'm gay. Yeah. yeah make America aware again. Wow. All I right. know, Put that right? on a tote bag. I Mary. know, right? <laughs> hey Well, back to Canada. Uh, if, if America needs to be more aware, Canada needs to be less chaotic? I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I have to say, I... I think I'm fully loving the season. I feel like they've gotten the recipe. The chaos is still in there, except it's for still there. after this week since she's been eliminated. But the like, <laughs> you know, like this is one of the few weeks where I was like, yeah, I understand why she got sent home. But Ooh, overall, I don't. I don't. Okay, sorry, but go I, ahead. Yeah, well, we'll get there. But we'll I, get into it, it. it more so than I understood. Like Halal Bay going home. You know, it wasn't the same kind of like what. Oh. <laughs> um, huh? What? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I mean, I think the winner should have been somebody different. I think the bottom should have been different. Chaos to me didn't need to be in the bottom. Mm. Yeah, and you know, there's this part of me because we're doing back to back Canada and Australia or down under today, and I'm like, right, which prisoner did she play? Oh no, that's you know what I mean. Like, I'm just I'm like realizing who who won this week. I'm like, I'm scrolling down in my notes. Oh, oh, you don't. Okay. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Now that I'm realizing who we're talking about. Yes. My chum. Oh, my chum. <laughs> I mean, like, Oof, that's something. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, I can give her. I, I, just, give I mean, her. I'm getting a lot of great sound bites from Canada. And one of them is, yes, my chum. And, fucking give her and i guess now we have Ooh, that's, that's something. something you gotta get it on the soundboard <laughs> yeah no i gotta get it on the soundboard absolutely yeah. well mary i uh yes the chaos was all up in bombay's business and it had no business being there and bombay i think handled it really really well it was i mean even chaos was like yeah okay you're right well yeah i mean chaos immediately it was like okay like i mean bombay basically like ate chaos for an appetizer and then like moved to Miss Fierce and was like, okay, now let me like tuck into this Branzino and debone it. Yeah. Mm, I love it. But I also love that by the end, even though Miss Fierce Delicious was like wanting to continue the fight of like, well, I think you should at least be honest with me. She's like, yeah, I already gave you my answer. I don't need to engage (laughs) with this anymore. Yeah, no, it's a sign of the, the winner of a real fight is when somebody wants to keep going. And the other one shuts it down. 
Right, right. Because that's like, you know, the ultimate, you know, uh, as Robbie Turner would say, know, know what your audience wants and then don't give it to them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. great. I love a Robbie Turner reference, yeah. Mary. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, Mary... Thank you so much. Uh, and why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And you may be a free skate, Mary, in which case we will be escorting you off of the rink at this point because this is going to be a Matreon-only skate from here as we continue this discussion of Canada's Drag Race. Uh, if you want to join us for the rest of this episode and the rest of this season, just go to patreon.com slash allrightmary and sign up at the Sister Mary or the Only Mary's level if you want to double your flavor and double your fun. Well, you know... Marys, before we go, I just want to say believe in yourself, trust in the process, and have fun with your sisters. Yeah, and uh. Yeah, and you like these big tits? <laughs> <laughs>All right, Marys, we are about to shift gears and go from up north to down under for a preview of our discussion of episode two of season two of Drag Race Down Under. But first things first, a word from our sponsors. All right, Mary. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Well, hey, BetterHelp. Mary, you and I and BetterHelp are here to talk about burnout. Oh, I've heard of her. Life can be, well, overwhelming sometimes and can leave you feeling unmotivated, irritated, tired, tired, and sometimes wired. If that sounds familiar, you may be experiencing burnout. And maybe it's time to talk to someone about it. Are we about to talk about therapy, Mary? Because you know I love talking about therapy. Mary, we're talking about therapy. Honestly, I do love talking about therapy. I always feel like I leave a session having at least cleared some clutter from my brain. And with BetterHelp, there's the added benefit of doing it from the comfort of my own couch. BetterHelp is an online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. Whichever option works for you, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. So give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. And because this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, Marys get 10% off their first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. executing her tonight what did she do uh, she wrote the scripts for all the acting challenges for rupaul's drag race oh. there's something you should know i did the lighting for season one Ooh, uh, i've been serving hard time in this hellhole ever since it's the night of veggie's execution the only thing that stands between her and death is a call from the warden Here's your final meal before we flip the switch. Thanks, but I'm not hungry. Eat the pavlova. How about something salty? Get those nuts away from my face. 
Oh, you wrote that line. You might hate my scripts, but please don't hate the writer. Can you find it in your hearts to forgive me? Well, I'll give them points for self-awareness. <laughs> oh, yeah, real funny, Pamora. Oh, real funny, Pamara. 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 Do you know what I realized? It's, it, I think it's P-O-M-A-R-A. And if it's not spelled that way, it's certainly being pronounced that way. Pamara. Pamara. Ah, uh, yes, real funny, Pamara. Ah, uh, real funny, uh, Pamara. Mary, yeah, this acting challenge, whew, I mean, was it self-aware and they made it not funny on purpose? Well, that would be then the question is like, oh, so does that excuse why this is otherwise like a mess? Because you're acknowledging that these scripts are terrible. I, I don't know. And like, is it a trailer? Is it a short film? Oh, that was my biggest problem. I was like, wait, I wanted this to be better editing. You know? Yeah. Like, and we've seen this idea before of like, two, there's two different teams and like one does the trailer for one. The other one does the trailer uh -huh. for the sequel. Yep. Like the, the, again, the format is all, is all there, but this, I felt like it was like, um, like a lost movie where they found only like four minutes of footage and they cobbled it together, you know, to like make the film. Right. It was like, well, if this is the trailer, I think I've, I think I know what happens. Yeah, I think I know what happens too. She dies. Yeah, or she has an orgasm. Oh, I do love that. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Have boss. Have you ever had an Apple orgasm, sauce. Coco? Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, do you know what a 48 hour orgasm feels like, Sue Ellen? Yeah. Have you ever had a 48 hour <laughs> orgasm? <laughs> what does Sue Ellen say in response? She's like, I've been to. Yeah, you're looking pretty shiny. Yeah, I thought there was something she said of like, yeah, I've been to... Oh, no, to that's glowing. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Am uh, I glowing? What does she say? Yeah, uh, yeah you're looking pretty shiny. She's like, oh, Sue Wellen, have you ever had a 48-hour orgasm? And then she says... Yeah, I've she says something. To, you know, <laughs> that Malibu. I don't know, whatever <laughs> it is. have never been to Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. There's something like that. Our don't, our don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, Mary's. Help us out. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm going to find out right after we finish recording Yeah, of this. course. Um, Mary, uh, this, I, I love the self-awareness. Points, points, points. Absolutely. Um, and I was looking at my phone during this challenge. This I was, know. I know. I saw a lot of it during the rehearsal. I really struggled to find a clip of the week. And then I, and I even edited this one to take some of the, like, other parts out just to boil it down to like well at least they're acknowledging that the scripts are poorly written and they're even acknowledging that the lighting was bad in season one i'm surprised they didn't mm. cop to what happened in episode one of season two <laughs> yeah right um it 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 it's very very weird the lighting to make a joke about <laughs> the lighting on drag race on this particular season of drag race down under is very interesting because whenever a queen or a person is wearing glasses and looking at a camera, you can see the lights in the reflection, mm. which sometimes illuminates what's in front of that person. Yeah, you know, the, the grandma on Family Matters used to have that problem. <laughs> is that true? I, I do remember noticing that, uh, yeah, that her, I felt like her glasses, you could always see the studio lights bouncing off of them. Well, Mary, I'm, I'm not putting my tin hat on for this, but it is a very funny thing that I always notice 
or have noticed the past two episodes with RuPaul because RuPaul wears glasses and the frames are not taken out and you, I can see in her reflection. It's like whenever I see somebody's selfie on mm-hmm. Instagrams or on one of the dating apps or something, I always look because I'm just like, why not? I can. I want to look in the reflection of their goddamn glasses. Of like, course. Are they that meticulous? You know what I mean? Uh, well, what else I, is going on in this scene? You know? And isn't there something about like when you can see in the reflection of their sunglasses, you know they're taking a selfie. They're not even trying yeah. to make it seem like they're not. But when you can see the phone in the reflection uh-huh. of the sunglasses, it's like, oh, gross. Yeah. Ew. It, it's just like, oh, you didn't think of that. You know? Yeah. It, um, I, it's not gross for me. I'm just, I just find it interesting. It, it reminds, no, you know what it does is it takes the fantasy out for me and reminds me, oh, they probably took four or five of they're these. They're posing. Right? Yeah, yeah they're posing. I'm seeing the that's posing. All yeah. yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Um, because, you know, sometimes I do it. I'm just like, oh, cool. I can see the camera in my glasses. How fun, right? It could just be a part of the moment. But what's interesting about RuPaul is, Mary, if you look at the reflections in her goddamn glasses, the queens are not in front of her. Uh, now, there is the theory that needs to be explored. That was my next question is like, and is anybody standing there facing her? Or are we just in like basement uh, studio B and they're just like telling Trixie and Katya, could you guys keep it down? We're just filming Rue's parts of Down Under. I I wonder if they're they're positioned in such a way because the studio is so small, they're mm-hmm. positioned in such a way that like they have to be next to her or something. Or they, they film it twice. You know what I mean? I I I do wonder how that's all going to work. Like maybe the camera is facing Rue, right? And then another shot, the Queens are facing Rue talking to a camera. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just don't, it's something I would love to know. Like, what is the configuration of these scenes? Like, I know they made a whole point of it in the first episode, but it, didn't resolve this issue at all, really. <laughs> Which I think is also just kind of like this hilarious, almost like troll. Mm-hmm. Right, of like, and we're going to make the proof of this look just as fake. Oh, it's so funny to me. Um, uh, all right, so wait, we were talking about this clip of the week, right? We were talking about... The, yeah, well, you know, this, this challenge. Was, this challenge. Crunchiness of production. I think, really, that's kind of the connection with the lighting and the script writing and, and stuff like that. I think it's safe to say, well, two episodes in, I I don't think that we are out of the crunchy era of Drag Race Down Under. You know, like we're we're doing Canada's Drag Race right now, and we've really seen Canada kind of evolve and find its footing with casting and production and whatnot and like make some really interesting choices, some really positive, some really strange. But by season three, it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I, you, I think you've got this kind of figured out and you've maintained some of your spirit, your spirit of chaos. Whereas with Down Under, it's maintained its spirit of like uneven audio quality, you know, and strange lighting. They haven't. Uh-huh. Th- strange lighting, uneven. Uh, the audio is weird. The yeah. judging is also, it, it feels incredibly heavy handed and in favor of, some legends and I have some points on that later and I've kind of come to terms with how I feel about it and and how they talk about Queen Kong the treatment of Spanky winning it's just like there is something going on here yeah it's and it's again we talked about this with Canada with Tracy Melshore where it's not really working you know her in that role isn't really working and it 
it's even more illuminated by the fact that like we've seen so many other people in that kind of seat do really well. And I think mm. Down Under feels the same way where it's like, why, why does something that is essentially the exact same formula with some of the exact same people? Rue and Michelle. I mean, yeah. the fact that this is happening on a Rue and Michelle yeah. season. Like what's happening that this feels so um, rickety when it like, it, it's not, it's not like the location really even makes a difference. You're still in a studio. Rue's still in LA, you know? <laughs> so, uh, well, and you know, it's it's not like, you know, uh, movies and TV shows aren't filmed well in New Zealand. You know of what course. I mean? Of course. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I just watched a, a movie, I think it was Australian, but you know, Down Under. I just watched a movie last night and I was like, yeah, the only thing that's different about this is the accents and the setting. But like I watched uh, the the sequel to The Reef last night, which is this like shark movie. Stalked. Stalked. I did. I watched it. Uh huh. Oh, was it good? Um, I love a shark movie, Mary. So yeah. Um, yeah. I it was not as good as the first one. The first one is, and I'll stand by this. Actually, this is a very bold statement. Uh, the Reef is, in my opinion, the scariest shark movie out there. Now, I feel like there's, I get them confused. Is that the one with Blake Lively and the Seagull or is that no. The Shallows? That's The Shallows. That is, I don't know what that one is called, okay. but that is not it. Okay. The then I haven't seen doesn't it. Have any, it doesn't have any like well-known actors in it from America, at least. Uh-huh. And it's uh, loosely based on a true story. Um, and it's made by the same director as Blackwater, which is about a crook. That's what I watched uh, last night. Oh, you watched the you watched the Saltwater Croc movie. I watched Blackwater last oh night. Oh my That's god, crazy. Blackwater. Yeah, so this is the same creator. Oh, Blackwater was terrifying. Blackwater is so scary, Mary, and oh. it ends horrifyingly. Oh, it's so it, it it's wild, wild climax, wild. Oh so, my god, the okay. reef. But Mary, the reef is. Oh god, that movie! That movie freaks me out because what's so fucked about about that, that movie? And this is no spoilers, but the shark could be to the left, to the right, to the front, to the back, or be fucking low you, mm-hmm. and they create so much suspense by just moving the camera in all of those directions. It is horrifying. It is so scary the way that it's filmed. You. You see the fin like right in front of you and you see the size of it. It's just, oh my God, it is so well done. Oh, it is so scary. All right. Well, I'll watch The Reef because Blackwater was great. Similar, very immersive. Um, Oh, and and all relevant. These are not tangents, Mary, is because uh, these are, you know, uh, Australasian productions. So we're just supporting the, you know, the Territory Film Board, you know? That's correct. Why don't we tell our Marys what they're listening to? (laughs) Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, cleany, campy, and queer. I am Johnny and Molly, you in danger, girl. And I'm Colin, and oh, she's popping off all. You know, when, when RuPaul makes a pun of your first name and your last name in the same episode, and you won last week, you're doing well. You're doing real well. Uh, but we'll get into that. First things first, 
free skate Mary's time to clear the rink because this is going to be a Matreon only skate from here, much like Canada's Drag Race this season. If you want to continue to hear our discussion on Drag Race Down Under, some of these thoughts on Miss Minnie Cooper slash Driver, um, uh, Mary Mary Louise <laughs> Mary Louise Cooper, um, Mary Louise Cooper, Spanky winning, Spanky uh, winning, you know Queen Kong kind of being in the bottom and the treatment of. Queen Kong versus Aubrey. I yeah, we're gonna get into all of that. Uh, and yeah, real funny, Pamora. Oh, real funny, Pamara. Uh, and 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 oh, you look beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and so much more at patreon.com. Fuck off slash. now, love. Sorry. I am promoting our Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. Mm-hmm.